It's almost time. In fact, it's a little bit too late. I do. I get it. It's a little bit too late for this episode, but it's here. It's on. Uh, I know it's on, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking into the machine. I'm going to do it. Happy New Year, everybody. That's Dr. Jim Raines screaming for you and for me, for me, really. Thank you, Dr. Jim Raines. Happy New Year. It's 2015. It happened. We're here. We're in it. It's already begun. And let me just say, right, this episode is late. There's no, there's no, it's been a little, oh, the end of 2014 was a real butt kicker, ladies and gentlemen. I was going to say motherfucker, but then I didn't. Uh, so you, you have me to thank for that. Um, but I'm going to curse as much as I want to this next new year, and I think that you should do the same. We're all adults here, except for some people, you naughty youngsters listening to this show without parental consent, but I just, that was just a little bit of swearing. Don't, you know, please, this is going to be our year. We're going to have a good time, 2015. Um, who's a sponsor of the show? That's me, you knew that. And so, where am I going? How about if we go into the Comedy and Magic Club, January 14th and 15th? That's in Hermosa Beach. I'm going to be in Sioux City, Iowa, January 21st. I'm going to be up in uh, Portland at Helium on January 25th. I'm going to be in Atlanta at the Laughing Skull, January 29th, 31st. And then I'm going to be in Columbus, Columbus, Ohio at the Funny Bone, February 5th through 8th. Plus, I'm doing a lot of other things uh, in the year. You've got to check out my website, jakethis.com. You can find out about a lot of my doings and happenings and goings on at there. I hope that that music wasn't too loud underneath me talking. But, uh, you know, I'm doing the best I can here while I'm learning how to produce a show, show and also talk and do a show. But uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, this is going to be a good year. I've got that up on my website, jakethis.com. You can also, my special is out as a digital download, and you can. it's called Pictures of My Dinner so that you know which what you're looking for. Uh, when you go to download it. It's $5. Come on. Who doesn't have $5? I know you got $5. Um, but you also have to have a credit card and some other nonsense. Um, but So you can get that. I'm still uh, working on the DVD and uh, CD package that will be available as soon as... Believe me, it is not me who does not have their shit together right now. But I got the discs. I was verifying them today on uh, January 2nd. That's when I'm speaking to you from right now in my time machine of the past. And I noticed the end credit. It was so great. I was going to send it to the place, get them reproduced, have them in a couple of weeks. But, but then I noticed at the end the special thanks. And if you're downloading off the Internet, you'll see special thanks to Cindy Anders, who is not my manager uh, or Cindy, maybe it's not even Anders. It's what? Oh God, I can't even remember what the wrong name is. But it's her wrong name. Her name is Cindy Ambers, Ambers, uh, and so her name is wrong in the credits. So I've got to get that fixed before I do the DVDs, and then I'm going to have to fix the one online. So if you want a quick hurry, download the collector's edition with the wrong credit at the end. It's no, I can't imagine it's going to be valuable someday because everything on the internet can be changed or 
duplicated. Please don't steal it. Please, for five dollars, can you just help me out just this once? I know you're not a criminal. I, why, why would I even speak to you that way? That's not very respectful of me. Um, what was I going to do? Well, so what's taken the show so long is that uh, it's been busy around here. My daughter still has mononucleosis, which I haven't even had time to look up on the Internet. But a lot of people have had that. It makes her tired. She's, she's on the couch. She's home all the time. Basically, what I'm saying is all day long. I'm spending my days with a 10-year-old, mostly, except for this time when I've been allowed to come into my office and do this podcast for just a short while, and then it's right back in there, and I'm going to be watching Doctor Who. Mm. That's why I have to drink my special kale juice, kale smoothie on the air. I guess it's not juice. It's juiced if you take out the pulp, but I just blend the whole thing up, so I'm just eating a blendered leaves and an apple and a carrot and some garlic and turmeric and because I'm going to live forever that's basically that's basically the good news and uh, and that's also the good news because now you're going to be listening to this podcast forever uh, although I'm really going to try and get to be where I'm doing it once a week and I'm trying to be uh, prepared I'm going to be preparing I'm going to my new my leaf I spoke with my friend let me just back up I spoke with my friend Dave Anthony on Christmas Eve Eve he has been a guest on the uh, podcast, on my podcast, and uh, he just finished up a run on the uh, Awesome Walking the Room podcast, which you can go back and listen to all of those. That's a thing that you can finish listening to because they've stopped making new ones, um, unlike me, who I will not rest <laughs> as long as you keep downloading these. Um, but he stopped that, and now he's doing his new podcast, The Dollop, which is also uh, great. And, uh, you know, he, he, he comes in with a plan. It's got to be a show, ladies and gentlemen. You can't just have someone in and just shoot the breeze with them, even though that's what I'm going to continue doing from time to time. But then you're also, you have to kind of prepare and have some notes. And what I thought was, what my aspirationally, I was going to do this uh, big stories of the year. You hear that? That's pieces of paper that I printed out off the Internet. That's how hard I work and the type of dedication that uh, I'm trying to show for you to set an example for all of us going into 2015 is that you can actually print things out from the internet and then talk about them on your podcast because that's what I was going to do. I was going to talk about the big stories of last year and I meant to do that so that it would come out. I was going to upload the podcast on uh, New Year's Eve, but obviously that didn't happen. But really, it doesn't matter because a lot of people were not going to download it on New Year's Eve. They're going to wait. So now, look, it's late, but you can pretend that I uploaded this a while ago, and now you're just getting around to listening to it now. Or you can not listen to it. You can do whatever you want. Believe me, not listening to it is not an option. Please do not turn this off. Um, so, yeah, I printed this out off the Internet. What else was I going to tell you about? Oh, yeah, the new the new year. This I'm really looking forward to this uh, year, if I can just get those... DVDs and CD packages of my new special out because I do know there are still people there are still people like me who want a plastic disc to slip into a slot in their machine so they can watch it in the comfort of their own home and then own it and then put it away and touch it they can touch it and put it in a drawer and know where it is when you download these these things off the internet they're in your hard drive sure but where where on your hard drive I, I mean I'm sure there's a way to get a bitmap or something I'm, I'm a little over my head in that part of this conversation there's a way to know where it is on your hard drive but what hard drive it's on of course but it's not the same as a plastic disc is it is it well to a me I, this is nonsense to young people because they know what do they want with a plastic disc absolutely nothing but I got a box of plastic discs that I need to get into a hard drive that's the future that I that's what that's what 2015 holds for me is all of my music is coming off of these plastic discs and going onto the hard drive and then I'm gonna 
I'm going to alphabetize the discs and put them on some shelves somewhere so that I'll always be able to go in there, Raiders of the Lost Ark style, on my forklift and find my old Ohio Players CDs. But uh, they'll be in the they'll be in inside of the hard drive, which then I'll make copies of just for myself, not for other people. I'm not that type of a pirate. I'm a different type of a pirate, but I don't want to go into that with you right now because we never know who's listening the government certainly but that wasn't a big story of this year it wasn't on any of these lists the government's spying on us but but they are and it, i feel like that is a big story but really i guess we've all kind of gotten used to it we've just gotten used to i'd have to take another sip of my juice i don't know what you're going to do while i'm doing this but uh, maybe you can uh, just uh, how about this yeah that's about how long it takes to take a sip of juice um yeah i don't i don't uh, I guess we've just gotten used to the idea that the government is listening in on our phone calls and everything else because what you know they're not obviously they're not busting our doors down but they are you know shooting some of us in the street and strangling us to death for selling loose cigarettes that was one of the big stories of this year was uh, Ferguson and uh, uh, this the police oh I don't I don't even know how to start talk about that because I'm not uh, I've my I've got white privilege I'm a white person Te- technically I'm I'm not a black person. Technically, I mean, when you break it down, I don't think there's anyone that mistake is, but, uh, you know, I can't help that. We can't help how we're born. And technically, I'm not really even white. I'm sort of pinkish, as I've said before in my in my show. But there's no, you know, what good is I don't even understand the benefits that I'm getting out of being sort of pinkish. But I can imagine how horrible it would be is if people who look like me were getting strangled or shot in the street just for being a, a person. I feel like the police, you know, we, we all, I think let's all just take it down a notch and, and ease up on the shooting this year. So that was one of the top stories this year, but I don't even feel qualified to talk about that because, as I say, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, we're the, us people who are pink where there's more, more of us than everybody else so we don't know how good we have it and uh, you can't even say that you you wish you weren't pink because that's absurd but I have to say that it does seem to me sometimes that the non-pink people are having a better time they may not be making more money and and from time to time things are super terrible but uh, the music is better and the parties look better to me um the NFL's off-field problems, that's another thing that's gone wrong, I guess, this year, right? The NFL, we've got uh, those guys are punching their wives and abusing their children, and that's terrible. And they've been doing it for a while. This is the, this is the thing to me. I mean, I can't believe they, for, with the guy, oh, God, I should have got, this is where the pre- preparation could have helped me. But what did the NFL think it looked like when you punch your wife, knock her out in an elevator, and then drag her to the room? They, they knew that that's what happened. But then when they saw the video, they were like, oh, my God, that doesn't look very good. Um, I sort of feel like you could have done a little bit of thinking that through and giving, given a bit of a harder, harsher punishments, you know, originally. But that's that was my thought there but uh, you know i have to say i'm not really a giant football fan i like to my wife is from new zealand as some of you know and uh, she has gotten me into rugby which which i like a little better you know guys running around in these uh, do, i i don't want to say you know this is going to sound like i'm i'm not a heterosexual and what if i wasn't ladies and gentlemen that would be fine and you would have a problem with me if you had a problem with that or if you do have a problem with that with someone else but i'm going to sound a little bit like i'm uh, maybe i'm not a heterosexual but these guys playing rugby are these huge muscular built dudes wearing these tight little shorts and t-shirts and bashing into each other full speed no helmets no pads 
just so you know some of them have a piece of tape over their finger that got bent backwards in the last rugby match and then they can't come out the once they come out they're done it's like soccer you don't play or baseball you 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 know baseball right that's an american game once you get once you're out of the game you don't get to go back in so they play all the running back and forth smashing into each other it's a fun game to watch I'm, and i'm not I look i don't want to argue with people and say that it's better than football i'm just saying that's the thing that i that i watch and also i can't watch sports every week or a couple times a week my i got other i got responsibilities my kids got mono and my wife my wife has needs ladies and gentlemen they're not all sexual it's a lot of things i gotta hang up pictures and rake the yard um so um so i don't have as much time to watch football or any sport as i really uh as i really feel like i should have i should feel entitled to my man privilege my my man privilege i should be allowed to watch sports all the time anytime i want and i should be allowed to turn my daughter into some kind of a sports fan and get her to do as i please and then force my wife to come with us to games that we both enjoy but my wife hates but that isn't what's happening at our house and it's not that I'm watching America's Top Model or Project Runway or anything, but um, we aren't we aren't watching a lot of sports at our house, except when we go to New Zealand, and then I hang out with the dudes there, and we watch rugby. Their season's a lot shorter, too, I think, the All Blacks. So I could be wrong. I guess, you know, when you break it down, the NFL, that what do they play, 16 games? I knew that. See? I think I knew that. I think I know more than I know sometimes. But listen, I don't care what sport you play. It is not cool to punch your wife or your children. If you don't play any sports, sometimes that's how you get your exercise. But no, that is not the case at all. You shouldn't be punching your wife or children no matter uh, what sports you play or don't play or no, or no matter how angry you are or how terrible your childhood was. It's not, it's not cool to take it out on other people. What you need to do is get a punching bag or start getting a, a prescription from a, from a real doctor not not Dr. Phil. A person on TV can't give you a prescription. I, I didn't buy any of that Dr. Oz stuff. That wasn't one of the stories of the year, Dr. Oz and his um, oopsie-daisy selling you kind of quacky cures on the Internet. But, uh, yeah, I, I, you, that's not who you want to be. You want to get your... If you're taking prescription drugs, you want to get those from a real doctor, in my opinion. I mean, I know there's a lot of people in Florida who would disagree with that. But um, But I think... Just as a rule of thumb, you want to get your doc- drugs from a from a real doctor for a real thing that's really wrong with you. Unless we're talking about pot, in which case, you know, go for it. That's I'm live and let live as far as the pot goes. But, you know, that's another thing that people want to argue with me about because uh, because they think, they, well, they got too much time on their hands and they're busy getting, butting their noses into other people's lives. I'm going to take another drink of this right now. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, so the whole uh, pot thing. I've smoked, I smoked pot a couple of times this last uh, 2014, not to brag, but uh, I'm considering getting back into it. You know, I might buy myself a, some paraphernalia at the non-head shop. You're not even allowed to mention pot in there. I think you might here in California because we have legalized medicinal marijuana but I'm not sure I'm not sure of the rules I'm not sure of any of the rules I'm, I mean I'm barely sure of the rules of football I just know it's not cool to punch ladies no matter what you're doing um the border crisis that's another one of the big stories this year again I don't know if I'm qualified to speak about that I'm sure I'm coming into contact with illegal aliens every day here in California and I'm also sure that I enjoy their company they're nice and they're working hard 
and I really think sometimes it feels absurd to me that the whole national borders, we made that up. That's a thing that people made up. Sometimes you watch the news and you hear these politicians talk about it as if it's not something that we made up. There's not a, a line in the dirt. We put the fence there to, to make, oh, this is that's Mexico and this is the United States. But really, it's the same, you know, three foot in there is the same dirt as three foot in here. Now, I, I, so I kind of feel like, you, you know, you rope off a place and you make it nice, which technically we made it nice. But did we really make it nice when you think about it? <sighs> I think that uh, some, of the, some of how nice it is here is based on the fact that we had guys working for free for a while. Not to, not to go back to the whole Ferguson thing, but I'm talking about slave labor. And a lot of this country was built for, 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 uh, on that. And uh, we're enjoying the benefits of that. And these uh, Mexican people want to sneak in and take advantage of some of it. And uh, who can blame them? I, I think if I was born in Mexico, so just because you fell out of the vagina in another part of the world, you're not allowed to go to the part of the world where it's nicer. I mean, what? maybe we should try and be making every place nice. We should be remodeling some of these other countries to make them as nice as here. I know that some of us are taking the opposite approach of just letting our places here go until they kind of deteriorate to a level of a, a Central or South American, you know, banana republic. If that's not derogatory, I'm sure you're not even allowed to say Banana Republic anymore, right? I'm over my head and a lot of these expressions. But uh, anyway, I do see people letting their place go. I, I myself, this house that I'm speaking to you from right now could use a coat of paint. I have to say, could use a coat of paint, but I'm busy trying to get my neighbor to trim his tree. That's that's the big job this year. He's got a giant tree. It's beautiful. We all enjoy living, basking in under the overcarriage of this tree but uh, man it's big and my wife and I worry sometimes as we're falling asleep after having sex or even sometimes when we're not ha when we mostly it's when we haven't had sex that we worry about the tree falling us on falling on us and killing us because right after you've had sex you're not thinking about death are you you're thinking about oh, I guess a sandwich or just how you want to tell all of the other people you <laughs> You know that you beat them on this particular day. You won, and they lost. That's how I feel after I have sex. I hope that I hope you're having a similar experience. I hope you're not having that sort of disappointment. Is that all there is feeling, or a uh, or a kind of like now? Now what I'd like to do is go watch some sports, but I'm not allowed to. I don't give a shit about that. Um, what else happened this year? The mystery of uh, of uh, the MH370 or the Malaysian airliner that uh, went, we couldn't find it. And that was a big story this year, and it, uh, I, it amazes me how much time we could spend talking about a thing that we, you know, we continue to not get any more information about that. And yet it's fascinating. Where is it? Where is that missing airliner? Where are those, where, where are those poor people? Well... I think I think we I think we know the answer that uh, we don't know exactly where they are, but they're not. But then those people aren't alive. They're not going to be. We're not going to ten years from now. There's not going to be. They're not going to walk out of a ballpark restroom and go, "Wow, that was weird." Crash in the Pacific Ocean. Now it's ten years later, and we just walked out of this uh, this ballpark restroom. That's not going to happen. And those people are those people are gone. But it is weird that well, we think we think that the Earth is this uh, tiny place that we have an understanding of all of it. When really most of us have an understanding of only a little tiny part of it that we live in, and that's getting smaller and smaller. You watch your TV and you go on your internet, you got your smartphone, you're looking into that thing all the time, and you think 
you're you're participating in the world on some big level, but really, how far are you walking away from where you plug in that smartphone on a yearly, annual basis? How far do you get from that plug? Your fav- You know which plug I'm talking about. It's probably in your bedroom, right near your bed, where you plug in your smartphone so you have it, so it's there for you when you wake up in the morning, or God forbid, somebody try and text you or IM you in the middle of the night. I don't know why I said text in such an aggressive way. I do. I love to get a nice text. But I put my phone into airplane mode at night, even though I'm not on an airplane. Um, Anyway, how far do we really get from that phone? We think of the world as this small place because we have access to so much of it by looking at it on our media and our smartphones. But really, how how, how much of it do we visit? And you could get lost. If you lost your smartphone and your TV and were just walking around in your pants and your shoes, I think you'd find the world to be a pretty big place pretty quick. And you might be kind of cold if you didn't bring a jacket. If you were just out there topless in your pants and shoes, that would be chilly and and potentially dangerous. Um... Because uh, that's what I read. The most people who die in these survival situations, it's uh, hypothermia or hyperthermia. They get too hot or too cold. It's your body temperature that brings you down. I know. I thought it was going to be dying of thirst, but it's not. It's it's a body temperature thing. That's what you got to watch out for. So remember when your mom said always bring a jacket in case it's cold? She was not bullshitting. That was the real deal. Um but, oh, speaking of catching a cold, Ebola, that was a big story this year, although that was another one. Now it's, now, I guess it's over. It's under control. A couple of Americans died, and we all freaked out that we were all going to get Ebola. Well, we were freaked out about it before then because it's those, those damn foreigners. What if they come over here and give us the Ebola? Now, how would we feel if Ebola started here and everybody was shutting down, no flights get to come out of America? We would go apeshit in about two seconds. But, uh, you know, we just take it for granted, like, yeah, sure. We're not letting anybody from West Africa fly into the United States anymore because we don't want Ebola. When they start shutting us down for whatever we got wrong, when, when we when we get the when we get the disease, or you know, and, I'm, and it's Ebola is terrible in West Africa, but it didn't really turn out to be a, as big of a thing here. Don't get me wrong, I'm not anxious. I wouldn't go like let's say. Prince had Ebola, and he was putting on a free concert. I would not go. I mean, and I love Prince. That's what I'm talking about. But if he had Ebola, I would not go to that show because I wouldn't want to risk it, even though the seats that I could get would be super shitty. I'd be far away from Prince. But uh, you never know who you're going to brush up against, somebody from the front on your way out. So I'm not saying Ebola is not dangerous, and I wouldn't be concerned if it was uh, in my community. But I am saying it. we... We, I think we freaked out a little bit out of proportion, as we always do, because we didn't die of SARS. We didn't die of that uh, bird flu, swine flu. We had a lot of opportunities to die of these things, and we just didn't, uh, we didn't take them up on it, you know? But uh, I don't know why I feel like I have to make a little noise while I'm taking a, a drink of my kale shake. But I do feel like, because I feel like you'd get lonely if I didn't make that little noise. I guess that's why I make that little noise. Um... I can tell you what the recipe of the kale shake is if you're interested. I put in about four leaves worth of kale, carrot, decent-sized carrot. I try and get them before they go floppy in the fridge. My wife likes to secrete the carrots or hide them. That's what I meant by secrete. I don't know why. Why am I patronizing you right now? She likes to secrete the carrots into a private part of the fridge that she doesn't think I know about. And what happens is she forgets they're in there, and then they kind of go a little limp and floppy. But I found out where she puts the... uh, crispy carrots, and I got one of those. So I got the four four leaves of kale, a crispy carrot, an apple, a little bit of uh, ginger root, and I don't think I put any garlic in this. I usually like to put garlic in there. I don't know. I let myself down on that. 
and then uh, turmeric, turmeric, which is spelled with an R, T U R M E R, uh, something turmeric. Anyway, that's that's the new secret that we all need to know about to live forever. And that's that's not one of the top stories of the year. I mean, I know you all know about quinoa, which is not one of the top stories of the year, but you're going to be hearing a lot about turmeric. I heard about it years ago because that's where I'm at on the new thing that you got to put in your health shake that tastes. Well, actually, this is the problem now is I've grown to like these things. It actually tastes good to me. But um, so, yeah, you got to watch out for Ebola and a kale shake is not going to help you. Um, ISIS, ISIS is a big threat. That was a big story this year. Again, Islamic State in Iraq and Syria. And I don't want to bring anybody down because I know it's fun to freak out about these damn terrorists who are going to come over here and want to kill us. And I do. I totally get that they want to kill us. And I totally get there's a lot of them. But their ability to get over here, what they're trying to do is get us to go over there so that they can kill us over there so they can save money on the plane ticket. And that's what I'm trying to not let us fall for in my secret. This is how I'm doing it, by the way. 25 minutes into the podcast, I'm saying, hey, don't fall for I should, I should have maybe led with that. Hey, look, if you're thinking about going over there to fight some of these ISIS people, give it a break. It's a trick. They're trying to trick you to come over there because that's where they can kill you. It's going to be hard for them to kill us if we stay here. Not that I'm an isolationist. I'm just saying they're trying some stuff on us, and we got to ask ourselves, what do they want us to do? Before we decide what we want to do, we should ask, what do they want us to do? And I think what they want us to do is go over there and try and fight them over there because they can't afford They don't have planes and Humvees and all that other stuff to come over here. So we can actually wait them out until some of the... There are reasonable people over there who I who I hope... But what do I know? I'm a comedian. Anyway, that was a big story this year. Ukraine. The Ukrainians shot down a passenger jet, and that was terrible. This whole Ukraine-Soviet thing, I can't help believe that uh, that's going to sort itself out a little bit, too. And, and I, we don't want to be messing around with the Russians. Didn't we already? We tangled with them. Well, we're, that was the Cold War. That was, forget about, forget about uh, Ebola or ISIS killing us. For a long time, the Russians were going to blow us up. That was my whole childhood. We were getting under desks in case the Russians launched a nuclear bomb at us. That's, what we, that's, what, that's where it deteriorated to for us, as we thought we were going to save ourselves by getting underneath our desks, our school desks. But we were so sure the Russians were going to nuke us. And then it turned out they didn't. And I'm kind of glad that we didn't nuke them, right? Because it was, for a minute there, it was like this ISIS thing with the Russians. We thought, well, we, we might have to nuke them so they don't nuke us. Yeah. When, once, once you start hearing those kind of ideas, you really want to get a bigger desk because, <laughs> because we might be the people who start this shit. Uh, midterm elections, yeah, the Republicans won. That was exciting. But I, I blame, I, oh, I don't know, blame anyone. I mean, people voted. That's what they voted. That's what they wanted. I don't know. Both of these, I think we need to, everybody needs to wake up and realize that both of these dummies, the Democrats and the Republicans, are not necessarily on our sides, the people, the human beings, the voters. That's who I'm talking to. I'm not talking to big corporations. Do you think big big corporations download this podcast? No, they don't, because even though they're people, and they're allowed to have free speech, according to the Supreme Court. They're not downloading podcasts. They're not buying tickets to comedy shows. So I don't care about these big corporations. In fact, they're not. They're not showing my TV special, my comedy special, pictures of pictures of, of my dinner. You can uh, download that, and you won't be giving any big corporation. I suppose there's a small company that does the thing of the download, but they don't take a ton of money. It's okay. They're okay. They're cool. They're one of the cool ones. Um, but yeah, I think that these big corporations are really who's in charge of these midterm elections, and that's who we really got to watch out for. If we could vote for some people who weren't in the corporate back pocket of the, ugh. 
Um, speaking of which, Taylor Swift, she she was one of the big stories of the year. Who who did? Oh, this is from CNN. Yeah, they said Taylor Swift. Yeah, she had a big album, 1989. Was she even alive in 1989? Because I was. That was a pretty good year for me, in fact. And uh, best-selling debut week in more than a decade. I, I'd like to listen to it, but it's not on Spotify. And I just signed up for Spotify. I don't know who Taylor Swift thinks she is, but I'm paying $10 a month to Spotify to listen to music. I'll be damned if then on top of that, I'm going to go pay $18 to Taylor Swift to listen to her one album when I can listen to all the albums on Spotify. But then again, I'm a fellow artist, so I'm kind of on her side. But my special, which is an hour long, is probably, or maybe it's a little more than an hour long. And so I, I doubt her album is that, that long, and she's charging more for her thing than I am for mine. Probably three times or more, more. So, right, Taylor Swift, I'm not going to say go fuck yourself, but I am going to say, uh, you know, look, congratulations. I'm jealous. <laughs> Donald Sterling's downfall, uh, old dumb white guy. Yeah, and also racist. I suppose he's racist. He didn't want his girlfriend to take, you know, he knew she was going to be fucking other people. He said, just, could, you, could you just not take pictures of the people that you're having sex with if they're black? Or I think he didn't want her to take pictures of anybody that he was, she was having sex with because it looks bad. When your girlfriend is posting pictures on her Facebook of people that she's having sex with and they're not you. That's my understanding of Facebook and girlfriends because I have a wife now and I'm not allowed to post pictures of anyone I'm having sex with. And that includes her. Uh, just as a general rule, I don't need I don't need you people. Well, you're you're cool. Yeah, It's OK for you to know what my wife looks like, but I don't need everybody else to know about that. And then what else do we have? The Inside the Hermit Kingdom. I just got these off of CNN. I hope that you didn't go to CNN.com and download Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the North Korean leader. What the hell is his name now? It's, it used to be, uh, what, Kim Jong something. Yeah, he, he's, he's, this guy's a crazy nut. And he's, his days are numbered, in my opinion. In my opinion, it's all going to come crashing down, and we don't need to worry about him. What we should be throwing in there is uh, porn and toilet paper, and, uh, well, jackets. It's cold in North Korea. And uh, we'll bring them around in no time. General Motors recalled a bunch of cars. but I buy a car about every 10 years. And uh, every once in a while, I do get a little letter like they recall. They recalled they got to bring in and get this fixed or that fixed. And I do it. But it's hard for me to keep up on it. That's the other thing. I want to believe that somebody knows that my car is going to try and kill me. And I should go in and get the exhaust fixed or the timing belt or whatever is uh, gone wrong. I just said timing belts. I know that that's a really important part of the car and obviously if it was if there was a problem with it I should get it get it fixed, which I do when I get the recalls. But I don't always open my mail right when I get it. That's another problem that I have. Um not to make this all about me, but then again to make this all about me because there's no one else here this week. I am my own guest and I am my own sponsor and you are the listener. I'm glad that we got that straight. Uh, new highs for pot. Marijuana advocates can celebrate. Cannabis is now legal in four states and D.C. Well, that's that is great. I think I think we're wasting a lot of time arresting people for smoking pot when we should be arresting people for doing violent crimes. And if you're, you're smoking pot, I, come on, it's a waste of our time. We will put somebody in jail because they got a bag of plants in their pocket. Or they're smoking some plants. Like, look, if you're if you're high out of your mind, you're driving a car or something, or teaching kindergarten. Okay, <laughs> that's out of line. I don't know if we had to put you in jail for that, uh, but uh, but.
but it's just ridiculous. I'm I'm paying with my tax dollars to keep some guy in jail for smoking pot or having pot. It just seems ridiculous. I don't have that kind of money. I don't think we have that kind of money. Plus, pots is, well, there's plenty of people making the pot argument out there. But it's definitely better than alcohol from what I've seen, from what I've seen. Although it can make you a little dopey. I I did. I had a long-term experience with someone who smoked a lot of pot, and that person was quite forgetful on a ba- on a regular basis. Even when that person was not uh, was not smoking pot, in between the smoking pot, there was a resi- residual kind of a what effect. So you got to watch out for that. But I don't think we need to be putting people in prison for that. The ice bucket challenge that was another big story of this year. I guess they raided the. What more than a hundred million dollars for this uh, ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease? Which now I heard that maybe that's not even what Lou Gehrig had, but uh, you know what I'm talking about. I don't. I don't understand how we're raising money by pouring buckets of water over our head. But that's you know I don't understand Snapchat either. So uh, the ice bucket challenge that was a big story this year. I didn't do it. I didn't see. I don't feel like. Look, if you've got ALS, I really. I don't. I, I don't want you to suffer. I would like you to be cured, but this but dumping a bucket of ice on my head, I suppose I would have done it. You know what? I'm jealous. I'm not famous enough that I didn't get invited to... I didn't get challenged to do the ice bucket challenge by someone who was challenging and famous. That's the same reason that I haven't made a sex tape, ladies and gentlemen. It's because I'm kind of... Let's face it. No one wants to see me have sex, so it's all about casting the other part of the sex tape, and I haven't really... Um, I, I don't. I don't have anyone that I think that can bring me the ratings that I need. So, uh, so yeah, I'm. I'm jealous about people who make sex tapes, and I'm jealous about this ice bucket challenge. So, World Cup celebration. Yeah, okay. I don't know anything about that. Boko Haram, more militant Islamists. Oh my God, data breaches. Oh yeah, this is a good one. The data breaches. People are hacking into Target and Home Depot and. This is the thing. You're going to get, you're going to, as we put all of our stuff on the internet, as we think that we're worldly by putting our credit cards in the internet, we're risking getting naughty people stealing that information. Because let's face it, I don't even know. When I make up my password and I put in my credit card, now I really tried not to make a moaning sound while I took a sip of that, but I did inhale in a way that I thought you might be able to hear. Um, when I put my credit card into a website to buy something, I'm definitely just flying by the seat of my pants and trusting them that they're not up to no good because I have no idea of how to verify if it's secure or not. But that's me. I mean, I don't even like to put the thing on my phone where you got to enter in the password to turn it on because I'm going into the phone and in and out all the time. I turn it on, I lock it up, I go in and I do the... I don't have time to be entering my passcode. That's how busy I am, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have time to be entering my passcode into my phone all the time. Forget about watching an NFL football game. Um, Secret Service, those guys are nuts. That was a big story this year. <laughs> Guy jumped over the fence and got in the White House. Who knew that that could happen? Not that that's what I would have. Uh, I don't. I, I'm surprised that they didn't just shoot him right in the yard. But that would have probably been worse, right? Some nut job jumps over the. That, that's the reality of what went on. This guy jumped over the fence. Was an unhinged nut job, but he wasn't some kind of. Uh, ISIS mastermind, Boko Haram, uh, highly trained, whatever the Navy SEALs are of ISIS. It wasn't that. It was just a nut guy with a crazy idea. But uh, And if, if the Secret Service had shot him on the front yard of the White House, that would have been 
well, that would have been, they would have been, I would have been fine with that. But uh, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. And we're all, I guess we're all sorry that the Secret Service didn't shoot that guy on the front lawn of the White House. And next time, we hope to do better. 2015, we're going to shoot some guys on the front lawn of the White House. That's our goal. That's our goal. I don't know if it's my dream. I don't know if it's my dream to watch that happen on instant replay over and over and over on CNN and everywhere else where my daughter can see. That's why we're watching Doctor Who on Netflix, ladies and gentlemen, because nobody's getting shot on the front lawn of the White House and Doctor Who. I shouldn't say that because a lot of crazy stuff happens, but they're being shot by death rays from aliens, and most of it takes place in London. So, right, who gives a shit, Americans? Um, Gaza and Israel, that's a story. Again, I can't, I don't know. It's hard to, I feel like you get, you have an opinion that's not the, the Israelis are right, I don't care about anything else, then you're anti-Semitic. you got to watch out for it. But it doesn't feel like the Israelis are always right to me. Um, that's, but that's my opinion. Um, and then the uh, Oscar Pistorius killed his girlfriend. We all know that. We can say that regardless of the, I mean, he was found uh, in the verdict of culpable homicide, which I don't even know if we have that. It was his fault that he killed her. He shot her. He shot her and he killed her. And uh, I love when I talk to people here how they are just so positive that it was murder. He knew he was killing her. He was killing her on purpose because he's an asshole man and he killed her. And that may very well be true. But we're on the other side of the earth and we're listening to what CNN is telling us. Or even if you're going on your precious Internet, which God knows I love the Internet. We're on it right now. Um, you go on the internet and you read some Australian paper's account of this trial and you think that you know exactly what happened. I just don't think you can know exactly what happened. But then again, I'm pretty sure OJ did it. Uh, shocking celebrity deaths. Philip Seymour Hoffman dies of a drug overdose. Robin Williams commits suicide. Man, this heroin. People are getting into heroin now. That's not, that wasn't, that was Philip Seymour Hoffman, this heroin. You got to watch out for heroin. It's time for people to say that again because I think people have forgotten you got to watch out for heroin super super dangerous i never tried heroin because i was when i was a kid it was like you do it one time and you're addicted and you do it the third time and you're dead which is probably that's not the case i mean i doubt philip seymour hoffman that was his third time doing heroin no that's bullshit he had done it a lot more times than that but very sad very sad you got to watch out for drugs and you got to watch out for robin williams i mean he was very he was a good guy. He was a person that I knew a little bit. And it's always weird when somebody that you know um, decides to uh, pull the ripcord or hit the exit or quit the game. And it's pretty, pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. So that's why I always say don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. And what I mean by that is don't kill yourself. I'm just spelling it out in this first episode of the new year. That's what I mean. I, I also mean don't give up on your other things, your dreams and, and whatnot, and keep going and do your extra push-ups and your workout and drink your kale smoothie. I mean all that stuff. But really, don't kill yourself. Don't. Don't. There's, we're going to have a good time. There's plenty of time later on to be dead. You get to be dead forever. So stick with this for a little while longer forever stick as long as you can i mean i don't know if i could live forever that's the thing if it was if we were all immortal if we were all immortal it might be tricky there you'd see people taking themselves out eventually but it is it is weird to see that in this short time that we in best case scenario what do you get to live 
85 years. Okay, sure, there's people who live 110, and but it never looks pretty when they, when they show those people eating their jelly sandwich or their chocolate cake on their birthday. It's, she's 110. You never feel like, wow, she nailed it. I mean, you sort of do, but they're not really. It never looks like, boy, I would love to be doing that right now. No, you would love to be doing that when you're 110, having some cake. So if you're 110, you're listening to this. Don't kill yourself. There's probably going to be cake tomorrow. There's probably going to be cake every day. When you're 110, you could just tell people, you know what I'd love right now is some cake, and they'll go get it because they can't believe you're alive and they want you to be happy. That's my dream of being 110. Of course, that may not be the case. They may be walking past me in the street and I'm just begging for cake and nobody's bringing it to me because I smell pa- bad and I crap my pants and whatnot. But I, my, my, my kind of, in my imaginary future where I get to live to be 110, whenever I ask anybody for some cake, boom, they bring it to me and, and we have cake. Maybe we have it together. I don't know. Um, so... Uh, yeah. Oh, socks sore and the gap widens. Yeah, the Dow Jones keeps going up. The stock market is going up. And the gap between rich and poor is also going up. So there's more poor people and more super rich people. And I am one of the tweeners. I'm in between. I'm grateful about it. I'm doing better, a little better than being in between. Let's be honest. I have my own podcast. That's not a, that's not a thing that, uh, well, there may be some people who are not doing great who have podcasts. I shouldn't say that. It's not special. I, I don't think I'm special. I just think I am very grateful for all of the things that I have and all the success I have. And thank you for coming out to the shows and doing all the things that you do to help me, including downloading my new special pictures of my dinner on my website, jakeness.com. Uh, so now I'm switching over to the Yahoo News Digest, which is it features Katie Couric on the top of the. Th- I don't know why she's at the top of this thing, but it's her, Katie Couric's top... 10 news searches, top 10 news searches on Yahoo, Obamacare, of course people are searching Obamacare on Yahoo because they want to find out what. how do I even do it, how do I even get insurance, I got insurance, I didn't qualify for any discounts, but I guess technically I'm participating in some kind of Obama, I'm buying my own insurance, and it's not cheap, and they jacked it, I didn't even go three, four months before they jacked my premium, now I know what you're saying, right, that's your Obamacare, but this is the same crap that they were doing to me before Obama came along. And the real problem is that Obamacare is not what it should have been, in my opinion. Anyway, that's a big story. I think we should all have some level of health insurance. I don't think we should walk, be walking past people who are sick in the street asking for cake and just turn our backs on them. I mean, we don't have to give them cake, but if they're bleeding or suffering or they got some kind of disease, I think we should help them. Um, domestic violence, that's a story that Katie Couric has... Work. She had, I don't know why her picture is at the top of this Yahoo top ten searches, but uh, domestic violence. We already covered that Islamic State. Let's just see if they have any different one. Oh, Jody Arias, fate of Jody Arias lies in the hands of a jury. Hearing a retrial of the sentencing phase of her case, Arias was convicted of killing her boyfriend Travis Alexander. But the first jury was unable to agree on whether she should really receive the death penalty or spend the rest of her life in prison. Oh, choices, choices, and so she's. I don't know. I gotta believe if we if you're not supposed to kill people you, you shouldn't kill people that's that's what I but maybe I've been watching too much Doctor Who um, but that's what I think they of course picked Ferguson as a big search and Malaysia Airlines was a big search leaked celebrity photos that was the one uh, that uh, CNN did not have which was exciting but I didn't again maybe I'm jealous that one of, none of my photos were leaked but then again I'm not taking any pictures of my balls or my cleavage or my taint. 
because no one wants to see them. If they were leaked, people would sponge them up and put them back in the bag that they leaked out of. So, yeah, that was a big story. Midterm elections, death of Robin Williams was the number two search here on Yahoo. Uh, Very, I just don't even know. It's hard for me to put that away. I kind of can't believe that I'm not going to run into that guy again someday. And maybe I will when we all, when we all, go to our great reward after our last piece of cake at 112 years of age i just had i just gave us two more years everybody you got to be grateful for that in my fantasy of how it's all going to be it's going to be well let me just say if you're a younger person baking is going to be a great job because we're all having cake every day when we get old So you might think of some recipes that uh, feature meat because you can't just be eating sugary cakes all the time. You're going to have to eat something with some protein in it. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's work on some protein cake for next year. For 2015, I'm looking forward to all your protein cake recipes. That was me making a loud noise with the paper. I thought it would be kind of Rush Limbaugh-ish. Not that he's my idol, but he's a successful person who talks into a microphone. Um, But that was a little bit loud, so I apologize to you for that. Thank you so much for listening. Apologies that this episode took so long to come out. And my commitment to you going forward in the future is that I am going to do one of these every week. It's just what day it's going to come out. I don't even know. A friend of mine was talking about having a Saturday episode come out. But that just seems like the wrong day to have your episode come out. I really... I was loving the Tuesday for a while, but that proved to be a bit of a challenge. And I now I'm, I do like this Friday thing because I'm in here, I'm talking by myself, and and it's good. And then if it's another week, I could you don't need to hear my thoughts on how the podcast gets put together. But it's all about when I have the big free time hole that I could be. You know, I could be watching a uh, DVR sporting event right now, but I'm not. I'm doing the podcast. And why? 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 It's for you. It's for you. Thank you for listening, people who listen, and thank you for helping me all this time of my career, these many years. Um, You're the best. I love you. See you next time. Bye-bye. my favorite part.
some good kale juice.